Gorgeous Son, a podcast hosted by my gorgeous son, Andy. A few years ago, Andy went down to Los Angeles to make his name and find his fame and fortune. He failed, and now he's back in Canada, living with me, his dad, and he's hosting a podcast. So please give it up for my gorgeous son. Thank you. Thank you. That is a name I do not agree with. Welcome to my gorgeous son. I am, I guess, the gorgeous son, Andy. As always, we have um, my father, Roly Bush, our uh, intern, Everardo. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. I'm 30 years old. 30 years old. (laughs) 30-year-old intern. 30 years old. A little too old for interning. Well, never too old, really. (laughs) Never too old to be an intern. (laughs) And our special guest for this episode, the wonderful and talented... Rich O'Coin, a musician. In this episode, we're going to talk all about music, which Andy doesn't know anything about. This is true. Andy, what's your favorite song by the Wu-Tang Clan? Um, X, <laughs> gonna give it to you. Yep. <laughs> a, t- a song title in no way connected to the, the, the person who sang it, DMX. DMX. <laughs> be a DMX song. Uh, Andy, let's for one more example. Um, Andy, what is your favorite song by Pearl Jam? Oh, Jeremy, I know, I know. Oh, Pearl you know Jam. Pearl Jam. I know Pearl Jam. I went to the concert. Oh, he loves, yeah. loves. Pearl I don't Jam. love Pearl Jam. My Can't my my ex girlfriend forced Pearl me to Jam. go. She she fit. Although they're fine, they're they're very nice. And they're it, very yeah. nice. They're nice. He was nice. He was in Halifax. He they're he nice talked about guys. Keats. He said, I like Keith's, and he drank Keith's. And That's the adventure the, of a band. Playing to the hometown Whether, crowd. Yeah, everyone cheered so <laughs> hard so when nice he said Keith's. He pandered. Oh, what a delightful I don't man. know. I was tired. What I just, I mean, like, he wasn't, a, he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't like, you guys suck. <laughs> why would he, why would anyone say Some that? people do that. Some band members, you know, they come out like the doors. He's like, you're all sheep, and everyone cheers. You know the doors. Yeah, Jim Morrison. The doors. The doors. That's your example. Yes. Andy, one last one. All right. Um, um, oh, I know the answer to this, Andy. Not a year goes by when Andy doesn't regale us with tales of the newest <laughs> OK Go music video. <laughs> Can't get enough of OK Go. You don't like OK Go. <laughs> You OK Go is great. I, I went to an Xbox launch, Xbox 360. Yeah, I went and OK Go was playing. Yeah, and they exactly. were very unhappy because because <laughs> everyone was playing the 360 and yeah. no one was there. It was just me and my girlfriend. And he asked, he said, "Does anyone want a CD?" And we only us went, "Yay!" And then he goes, "Fuck you, go buy one." That's what he said. Oh. I probably shouldn't be saying that because I really liked OK Go. Defame him. No, he's a nice guy. I think he was joking. He most, was joking. I feel like yeah, he's not a nice guy he based was, by your only he was, experience. No, he's <laughs> joking about it. it That's was being, the most Andy he was, and the most OK Go event that I could ever imagine. He was hey, doing Andy, the, did you go see a concert? Oh, I saw a band perform at a <laughs> video game console release. I don't know. I think that... Well, you know what their name is short for? What? It's it's short for hey you guys gonna play that music okay I'll go. <laughs> you don't like OK Go. Here's it, my impression of an OK Go music video. 
It's a song that the, it's like essentially covering the chipmunks from the old cartoon. <laughs> but meanwhile, somehow the video is all of them in their socks, creating static friction, shocking each other in a line. And the last person's holding so much paint. And he gets so shocked, he spills it on a second Rube Goldberg machine that's just four dogs who synchronize and end up slopping around like Beethoven and spraying the paint on a wall. And then a wall opens up and it's in an art gallery and some guy bids on it. Yeah, that video does rock. You are not you are not talking about their music. You're just talking about the fact that they are promoting themselves. You are not talking there. about their music. No Honestly, one talks about no their music. <laughs> Okay, go. I want to start by saying, you may not know about this chapter in my life when I was a bit of a musician. Were you? I dabbled. You didn't know that about your old dad, did you? No, you you don't really tell me much about your life, so. Now guess what type of music I performed. Everyone gets a guess, but you have to say them quick. Was it soft funk? It was not soft funk. Classic rock. It was not classic rock. I don't know, something like uh, racist. The answer is commercial jingles. Oh, okay. For various products. <laughs> Maybe you've heard this little ditty for Pringles potato chips. Mm, I can't believe it. Popped one chip, then I've got to have some more. Popped a couple chips, yeah, four or five. Now my jaw's gonna hit the floor. This taste is so incredible. I can't believe what I'm eating. Is this called Pringles? It's called Pringles. What a chip. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. You heard that one? <laughs> yeah, I, it sounds very, it sounds very, like that was in the 80s, right? You did it in the 80s. Is that, yeah, is that on, the, on the radio? That was on the radio. It was on television. We got a guy to dress up like Pringles potato chip guy with the uh, monocle and the mustache, and he sang it to his own child as he was tucking him into bed, feeding him chips as a bedtime snack. <laughs> well, that was before it was the eighties. Yeah. That was before everyone knew that was a bad idea. I also did the jingle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The whole ad was just him tucking in the child? Yeah, the kid. it starts with the kid going, Dad, can you read me a bedtime story? And then he goes, sure. And he pulls out a big book, opens it. It's hollow inside. He pulls out a tube of Pringles chips instead. And the kid goes, yay! And then he just starts singing. And he starts singing. And then by the end of it, the whole family's gathered, kind of peeking through the door. <laughs> and he's just feeding the kid chips. He's feeding he's... the kid chips while he's singing. And at a certain point, the kid's like smiling the whole time. But at a certain point, it kind of becomes the kind of smile that you'd see in like... Amateur porn. <laughs> uh, sorry, what? You know, the mask of terror smile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you you see through the actor. You can yeah. see the actor going. I can't fit. I, there's too many chips. Yeah. You know, like when someone smiles with their eyes, the yeah. opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> Where everything else is smiling, but the eyes. I think it's great that you like to compare that to a child and a father to amateur porn. I'm not. Stuff. Hey, listen. I'm just trying to make an apt metaphor here. Okay. I think that analogy is clean. <laughs> totally. I clean. also wrote the jingle. For Lay's Potato Chips too. I was sort of like the potato chip guy at the time. <laughs> oh, okay. And that jingle was great. You probably remember this one. It went, mmm, mmm, what am I tasting? Could that be a chip? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. This taste upon my lips. <sighs> I'm talking yeah, about okay, lays, yes, I'm talking about lays, yes, I'm talking about lays, yes, I'm talking about lays. I'm talking about the best chip I ever had, and I miss my dad. <laughs> 
one that has a somewhat looser feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the end, um, it's that kind one of a surprise. Is, kind that of a surprise one is sung by a child at the <laughs> military funeral for his father and was released in the early days of the first Iraq war. That's beautiful. Jesus. Okay. What a... Did it did it connect in any way to the to the Pringles ad or was it just cuz No, they were competing companies and they were trying to corner the different versions of the father-son market. <laughs> That's a really different version though because the first one is I mean although you know after further inspections horrifying but the second one is just like a, a son uh singing about his dead father who died in the Iraq war? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And how did that go? Like, how many did uh, did sales go up? Or no, sales plummeted in both cases. Yeah, I would assume so. I would assume so. Yeah. That's and the last jingle that I did that I'll tell you about was a jingle for. Can you guess? Um, Hostess chip. Nike sneakers. <laughs> I went swoosh, swish. That's the sound of my shoes when I move. Wish I could dunk it like Mike. I wish. Ooh, ah, I could make it all happen tonight. I want to take flight with these brand new shoes. They've got air in the soles. Not news to me. Ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. Nike's my brand. <laughs> okay. And I miss my, my dad. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we call Dad's Time in Music. Did you ever write any jingles, Rich, or anything like that? You ever like? You ever sell like sold out? Oh, you ever sell out? You, you ever sell out? It's like Shit, I know where this dick. is going. Yeah, <laughs> talking about that sweet commercial that I did for what? a little submarine sandwich company. Oh, oh, oh shit! Mr. Sub. Yeah, Mister Sub. Sub. Imagine we all love Mister Sub. Imagine they've never made a commercial ever, <laughs> Mister Sub. They what have. They look like, have they, they have. Oh, they have. Yeah, I remember watching the Mr. Sub commercials. They were nasty, real nasty. I yeah, like it was a low voice, wasn't it? Huh? I feel like it was Ooh. a guy being like, "Ooh, Mr. Sub." Or something. Oh yeah, that totally is what it was. It was really? like, yeah, it was like real dirty. It was like a like a guy a guy watching like someone come out of a subway and going, "Come on over to my." <laughs> yeah, muttering. Uh, have you ever been into a Mr. Sub and seen the Mrs. Soup station? <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Bullshit. What? You've never seen this? There's a Mrs. Soup? It's just a small cauldron. Why is the soup feminine? There's a Mr. Sub and, and why soup? don't they? And why are they? What is their relationship? Are they married? <laughs> and she kept her maiden name. What is the nature of their relationship? It's like Mr. Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's. That's right. Except it's the same company. Are those the same company? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, but that that is a real weird one. Aunt, yeah, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's. Yeah. They just have to change that. I can't. So gross. Yeah. My, the worst part of it was Ms. Crackers, though. I really didn't like the Ms. Crackers. It was weird. You had Mr. Sub, Mrs. Sue. Don't make things up. Bullshit! You make shit up all the time! I never make things you up. You make shit up all the time. I, I was trying to add up. to it. There's a real, there really is a Mrs. Soup? Yes! Go uh, in. There's a small black cauldron that literally just sits on, on the <laughs> counter in a corner of Mr. Sub. They don't have their own station. It's just a small cauldron with a And you could just go up and get it? it. Well, no, you got to order It's it. behind the counter. It's on the counter, but you can't just scoop for yourself. <laughs> but it's on the counter, and there's a little name tag that says Mrs. Soup with another face, with a little face that's kind of like Whoa. the female version of the Mr. Sam face. Okay, yeah, all right, I'm weird. going. I'm I, The next time I, I'm by a Mr. Sub, which is like <laughs> never, 
I will go in. This if guy it, yeah. trying to act so cool. <laughs> I'm never by a Mr. Sub. There's no Mr. Subs like, around. Never, like, There's never. like never. <laughs> Why would I be? Who the fuck goes to Mr. Sub? Oh, it's coming out with the F words now. <laughs> who the fuck? What kind of idiot? I'm a punk rocker. I'm a punk rocker who doesn't go to Mr. Sub. F that. Do you do you go to society. Mr. Sub, Dad? Have you gone? Like, is that your thing? All the time. All the time. I, why do you think I'm so familiar with Mrs. Soup? I stare at it. <laughs> have you ever drank from Mrs. Soup? Drank have from Mrs. Mrs. Soup? You're asking me have I ever ordered soup? Yeah, a watery like minestrone. A human, you weirdo. No, I just, I just <laughs> want to know if you stuck a ladle in Mrs. Soup and drank some. Have you ever had any fucking soup? What are you trying to do here? Stick a ladle in drinking up that soup? soup? You know. That's that's the most grotesque way to describe (laughs) ordering soup I've ever heard. Rich? Rich, what commercial? What what, what what was the submarine sandwich uh, shop that you performed for? Uh, It was uh, called Subway. Not familiar. Not familiar. (laughs) Never heard of it. (laughs) You know what's the biggest fast food chain in the world? Bigger than... uh, McDonald's. McDonald's. Also not being paid to say this right now, but... This guy's wearing a yeah, subway big, uniform uh, while we speak. <laughs> what? I actually heard McDonald's isn't doing that well financially, and it's got me worried. <laughs> Just for well. the world in general? <laughs> Could you imagine if there was no McDonald's? Would suck. I'm never gonna McDonald's is a crime. <laughs> I had McDonald's three times this week, and it's Tuesday. That's that's horrible. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. That's too much McDonald's. It is too much. I will admit that. So (laughs) what was the the experience like working for for Subway? Was it, I mean, was it working working for for Subway? Subway. (laughs) You worked for Subway. Did you? You did a jingle. I was technically working for Subway. I was a a, a Subway artist, but not a sandwich artist. (laughs) (laughs) They used one Um, of your songs? Yeah, they used one of my songs. We came into a venue in Montreal and performed that said song a hundred times, I think, and they used ten seconds of it. That would be cool if they uh, made you just do one of your songs but incorporate l- lyrics about subs. I only changed my lyrics once for when I did a kid's show. Uh, it was a, a puppet show, and I mm. uh, changed all the, uh, the the lyrics to my song, Want to Be a Believer, to Want to Be a Good Reader. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Because the original lyrics in "Want to Be a Believer" that's mostly just like "fuck you, eat the devil's ass," that kind of shit, right? I want to be a believer. Just too, just too dirty for yeah. the, li- the little ones. I think, yeah, they do that a lot on like Sesame Street. They'll get like Method Man to show up and then rap different words. Yeah, you know? yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. oh, hundred percent. Method Man, uh, Method Man's on. I'm not I, sure I Method Man exactly as the example, but I've definitely seen. Yeah, I've seen some people who shouldn't be on Sesame Street stuff. on Sesame Street. Yeah, I who have you seen? Well, no one shouldn't be on. <laughs> well, no, but there's some people you're just like you're like you, you wouldn't think. Would, right, right. If they if all their if they have to change every lyric. It was to... weird when Gigi Allen took a shit in uh, Oscar <laughs> the Grouch's dumpster. <laughs> that, was, that was a weird episode. And he had to say his name stood for Good Golly Allen. <laughs> good Golly, that's a big poo poo I took in that Grouch's can. <laughs> And then Oscar went, oh, how come I'm the one who has to hang out with Doc? I have to provide the couch for good call, you know. And then Big Bird went, because Oscar, you know, come on, have, me, have a heart. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> it's 
The best part about that bit, I think, was that it peaked with Everardo's initial joke, and then we kind of just played out the string. <laughs> I think the best part is that I have no idea who that person is. Yeah, I, knew it. I could see it. I could see the panicked look in your eyes. I was like, "Who the hell is Gigi Allen?" But I didn't want to say anything. Rich, you want to? You want to describe Gigi Allen to Andy and to any listeners who might not be familiar? <laughs> How would, how would you put him into words? Yeah, musician's a kind way of putting it. No, he was known for like shitting and flinging his shit at the audience and then fighting them all and then like insulting them and getting them to kick his ass. <laughs> the only picture, I looked him up on Wikipedia and it's just him covered in blood. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, Rich, yeah. you... I would say you were so. You, what like on what level of fame would you would you call yourself? Like Gigi Allen fame, or no. infamy? Or infamy. You've never shit on stage. Uh, Remember when you shit during that subway ad and looked directly into the camera and said, "This is what I think of you, the consumer." I puked on stage one time. You puked on stage. Nice. Puked on stage. Yeah, yeah, but not you know like put your own finger down your no, mouth. Stare no, no. Very audience. accidental. <laughs> Were very... you hungover or was you just did you dance? No, I think I had food poisoning. I uh, I like was getting. I started to feel it towards the end of the show, and then just like was playing the keyboard and just like leaned over to the back of the stage and just and no. barfed, and then and then continued the show. Oh, and a quick one. Just a little quick one, and then. And then finished the song, and then it was luckily the last song, and then I could just throw up for the next couple hours after oh. that. Yeah. And no, did wow. anyone notice? Uh, oh my god, everyone noticed. Yeah, because I like was like it wasn't like a, you didn't pass it off as a cough or anything. No, like, I. It was pretty. The worst part is it was at a venue that had like a staircase behind the stage, so. Mm-hmm. I like was just really hoping that there wasn't going to be someone walking up those stairs, and I looked down, and luckily no one was there, and I was like, "All right, let's do this." I also played a friend's wedding where uh, I threw up like I don't know, like twenty times before I played their wedding, and then uh, at the end, I knew if I like it was coming in like twenty minute waves, so if I just threw up right before I went on, then I knew I could get through most of the set, and that adrenaline would like take me the rest of the way. But then, unfortunately... That's like, like Mission Impossible <laughs> stuff, where you're timing like the opening and closing of well, the fans. Well, the, the, worst, <laughs> the worst part of it is that <clears throat> the show ended with me getting a big like group hug around the bride and the groom, uh, oh no. and suddenly it started to come again, oh and no. then I was like, oh no, and I'm in the middle of this like really like you know 100-person nucleus hug, and just really wanting to throw up, and, <laughs> and I'm like, what if I throw up on my friend who's like the bride, and... Yeah. And her memory of the wedding is, oh, Rich got this big group hug and then threw up on me. Yeah. So <laughs> kept it down, finished the song, and then immediately puked after. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. And that was food poisoning again. That was or food that poisoning again. He was just again. super nervous about how <laughs> yeah. he was going to interrupt the wedding and tell his best friend he loved her. <laughs> That he wanted to turn her into a runaway bride. I think that's confusing oh, my Julia Roberts movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's... Is that the... I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who gives a crap? But yeah, those, those, uh, those are the big those are the big throws. That's the grossest you know? thing you've ever done on stage? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably... Because you, you, I mean, yeah. you, have a, you have a crazy live show, mm-hmm. but you don't, it doesn't involve puking. It doesn't involve me shit. intentionally puking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's yeah. great. Let me ask you this, because this is my, man, my curiosity... Being a father, I'm interested in the little ones. It's so cute when you're small and then you grow up and it doesn't matter. So my question is, what's your earliest memory of music being a part of your life? Do you, can you think of like as a child, one, the, an early memory where you were like, 
Oh, what's yes. this stuff? Uh, yeah, like I saw, I saw a symphony play Rhapsody in Blue when I was five. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. There was a coordinated fireworks and laser show to it. So okay, oh, wow, you know, ended, the way it ended, was meant to be heard. And then shortly after that, I started um, playing uh, music in like an after-school program. Nice. Mm. And what did you? What was the first instrument you ever ever played? Uh, I think it was like a, a little xylophone, yeah, little wooden xylophone, yeah, or like yeah, maybe yeah. just a tambourine. Got a recorder. I always got the. I got the. I, I did recorder eventually, but that wasn't. Uh, maybe I was like six or seven when that started. But the first things were just like you know hitting little. Wow, little you started percussion. early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andy, we had to take his recorder away. <laughs> Why was that? It up his ass. That oh. is. That's not true. I'm not going to go with that. That's not. I did not shove a recorder up my ass. He did not like shove, but like push it up there a bit. <laughs> and he kept saying, he kept saying, this is part of what sex can be in a really mature <laughs> way. And it was. We were like agreeing with him, but at the same time, we were like, it's too early. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> yeah, a little too early. early. A little too early for that. Before you got your first direction, you were like already <laughs> saying stuff like, sex can be this as long as everyone agrees. <laughs> Sex is about consent. <laughs> it's about pushing your boundaries and pushing your partner's boundaries, but understanding that you go there together. I was very progressive at that where, age. Where do, you, where do you get this information? You yeah. I don't know. Yeah, where did... I mean, I couldn't have come up with this on my own. his mom and I were, were very conservative in the bedroom. It's bump and, and then watch TV. Bump? You and me and your mom. Oh, oh yeah, great. <laughs> Pump and watch. Please, do <laughs> please stop talking about calm, like easy that. missionary. Not too crazy. And then we yeah. watch a nice show. You say easy missionary? Watch the Big Bang Theory. See the nerds. Oh God, that's recent. <laughs> so you're recent. You're still doing this. Are okay. you kidding me? You're, you wonder if your mother and I are still having? Yeah, yeah, we are. But if you ever hear us pumping big bangers, that's what we're doing. What the? F- what do you pump? If I hear you pumping big bangers, Big Bang Theory. If you ever hear it blasting through the walls, that's what's going on. That's oh. the sound it's masking. Oh my God, Sheldon! Between all those, la- Sheldon is those, so all that funny. laughter. Is Sheldon your favorite? Yeah, you like Sheldon. I love Sheldon. I love Leonard. <laughs> Which one's Leonard? Leonard's Johnny Galecki. I don't even then know. Then star the main guy. <laughs> he's there's, the, a, there's the main guy? He's the romantic lead in the first couple seasons, and then okay. everyone gets their turn. It's pretty <laughs> nice. It's pretty nice. You know, you know shockingly, you, sh- you, really, you know a lot about Big Bang Theory. Sheldon is Dad. very interesting, you know, because he'll say stuff like, um, or he'll say, like, I, I find that engaging in intercourse is a lot like the Green Lantern, and then he'll elaborate. <laughs> and it's <laughs> so good. And I think you'd really like it as someone who enjoys superhero <laughs> hero culture. Yeah, but I like real, like actual superhero culture. This is just this is a this is a, a sad, sad, pathetic. What? Version. No, it's not real superhero. culture. What are you talking? I'm about? I'm telling you, the Big Bang Theory is embarrassing to nerds because they 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 make. There's no way. Yes, there's this, no. This way. was literally a joke of the Big Bang Theory. This was the the punchline was. Uh, I'm playing Mario on my N64 emulator. That was it. That was there was no setup. Emulator. He said emulator. That's the word he used. That's, yes, that's priceless. That's not priceless. <laughs> that's, that's just priceless. a thing. They went on Wikipedia and just like found something that's and research. had to say that. You shouldn't be mad at research. Here's how you write your jokes. Oh, I went to Mr. Sub and I found a Ms. Crackers. <laughs> Just pull shit out of your ass. I was trying to help you with your bit. You're either putting that stuff I thought, in or I thought you were making stuff out it of up. your ass. 
That's my problem with you. There's nothing wrong with that. I, there isn't anything wrong with it. You yeah. were just too young. Where did I get that idea, Dad? I don't know. This is before the internet. You know, we were supposed to talk about music. That was our goal. And Rich, we have a we have a, a, a like a bona fide musician who makes makes money at it, which is really hard apparently mm-hmm. to do. So, I mean, what what? My question to you is: you you've toured all around Canada, right? I have. Yeah, and in the Tight. states, <laughs> even Saskatchewan, even Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Manitoba, surely not British Columbia. <laughs> That's, All around Canada. That's impressive. That's great. <laughs> Not none of it. Oh, actually, I haven't been there. I've been to uh, Yukon, though. Hasn't You've been to, been to none of it. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. It's what? so funny that I, I... Let me just consult my map of Canada. Oh, that's weird because that's a part of Canada. <laughs> so I guess you haven't been all over Canada. That's so interesting. It's so interesting to me that you been a, sit down been to a large part of Canada. Uh-huh. You've been to most of Canada. Mm-hmm. And you've been to some of... The the states you've been to you know L A and what's the di- what would you say the difference in like in crowds in America versus Canada like are they, are they different is the is the is the crowd kind of do they act differently or uh, the bigger the city the the more kind of reserved people are at first and you have to kind of pe- oh they sort of standoffish like oh show us what you got kind of thing well yeah there's kind of a, a I mean I guess the big difference between like when I I played in uh, uh, Brazil once, and I felt like their audience was like, "Oh, we're on board. Like, you need to screw this up for us to be not on board." Whereas most uh, like large cities in North America, like you have to win people over first before they open that guard. And what city was this in Brazil? Uh, Rio. Oh yeah, what a small city. <laughs> what a small city that fits your example. <laughs> oh, I don't mean I don't mean uh, small South American cities. But okay, um, the but, South Americans, from what we understand from stereotypes, are an enthusiastic people. From my experience of the shows, they they were quite. If enthusiastic. you had somehow managed to head a soccer ball into your own net <laughs> while performing, you would have <laughs> been, been killed. They would have stabbed you at an airport. That happened, right? <laughs> world, world World Cup nineteen ninety four. Didn't a guy get stabbed? I'm thinking of Colombia. Yeah, Columbia, South America. Oh, is this central? is good. You're thinking of Colombia. Is that central or south? Oh, uh, so. I don't know. Tight, tight. There's a lot of things that I don't know about, and that's one of them. <laughs> World um, Cup? You don't know World Cup trivia? I don't know World <laughs> Cup trivia, and I don't know music. This is a great podcast to be on. <laughs> I have no idea. That's fine. You don't have to know World Cup trivia. <clears throat> What's your favorite musician, Andy? My fi- Well, my favorite musician is Weird Al. Weird Al. He was the what first 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 no, uh, first show that I ever saw. Yeah, it's that is a true like I I I he's the first musician that I actually like cared about and liked and and uh Did you go to that Cohen show? Yes. Mm-hmm. We were I, there. I, I, guess, was, I was yeah. there. Yeah. I've been at all of his Halifax shows. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's I was in grade 6. Yeah. And he he was very he was very popular and then he kind of got not popular in the late 90s and like people it was kind of Weird to like him, and then now, like, you know, was that when like him. White and Nerdy came out? No, no, that's, no, that that's way resurgence. yeah, was the resurgence. That was like, like, I remember his maybe it was just because I was in junior high at the time, but I remember his uh Amish Paradise being like oh, so tracking good. almost as high as Gangsta's Paradise, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's I just like as far as the musician goes, he's a, he's the guy, he like he is he has a staying power of like 30 or 30 years. He started with another one. 
rides the bus and made like a bunch of really rad videos on his uh, latest record and anyone yeah, does. I, well, yeah, yeah I saw that one. <laughs> what? You didn't like that one, Dad? It's crap. <laughs> do, do you? You didn't like it. What didn't you like about it? Boring. That's just a generic thing. Name one specific thing you didn't like about it. I think we uh, all know that I just don't that. watch Andrew's work. That's, and that's fine. I gave him a life. What, do I have to give him my time now, too? <laughs> gave him this podcast. Yeah. You know, at the beginning of his career, he was not the only um, parody artist. There was oh, also Odd Gordon. Oh. And what did, what did he do? Odd Gordon? He parodied, you know, Songs of the Day. You know, so in the in the eighties, you know, at the same time that uh, Weird Al did uh, Bad, uh-huh. he turned it into Fat. Remember that? I'm fat. Yeah. I'm fat. Yeah. You know, you know it. So he did uh, Glad. Oh, okay. Odd Gordon did. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad about how my life's going. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> he pretty much covered every song that you could name from that period. You yeah. Know? Living on a prayer. Yeah. He did uh, Lid. It's on a pair. And the whole song was about putting a lid on a pear and treating it like a bottle. Oh, okay. You know, like, you know, you'd be like, uh, oh, I've got this pear. Oh, lid on a pear. <laughs> it's not a bottle, but I'll treat it that way. You know, that was the, that was that the was, end of Odd Gordon. That was, <laughs> lid that was, on a pear, wasn't it? Lid not, on a pear. He didn't have a good career. Yeah. They the weren't pet. all hits. No, what about, what about but you're just trying to let us know there were more than just Weird Al. You know, yeah, at the beginning guys. there was a there was a whole scene. Yeah, there was Kooky Carl. Oh, okay. What yeah. was his? What was his? Uh... Kooky Carl. Yeah. Kooky Carl was an interesting one. You know, he uh, he did um, U two. Mm-hmm. Oh, U two. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. He did ones. like Streets Have No Name. His was Where the Beasts Have No Mane. Oh, right. Oh, right. okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And it was all about like lions, but lionesses, lionesses, and none of them have manes. Mm. It's like a lady, lady pack. I think yeah. he did some Canadian stuff too. He did Brian Adams. He did it. Well, he did everything I do. Did he? Did he yeah, he, he he parodied everything I do. I do it for you. Except he did everything I stew. Yeah, I stew it for two. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all about making stew for him and his wife, for himself and his wife, for himself. Yeah, and one it's a like, waste yeah. if you just make it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a couple. You know, potatoes. But <laughs> so it's just a recipe. Yeah, <laughs> this is a recipe for this his particular stew, stew. Is not for me alone. You can't tell me a stew is just for one. You know what I mean? That was like and that. that was also on the Robin Hood soundtrack. The that was on the parody of the par- Robin right. Hood Prince Men in Tights. What was no? It, there was actually another parody that yeah. was not made by Mel Brooks. Really? Yeah, it was called. So there's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, mm-hmm. and then there was Robin Hood, Prince of... Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Robin, Hood. Robin Hood, Prince of... Excuse me. There was... It was Robin Hood, Prince of... Uh, leave. <laughs> And it was all about nobody likes Robin Hood. Oh God! Sorry. (laughs) Oh, Dan! Dan, you hit a wall. Have you met any 
Um, have you had any bad experiences with like some uh... bad experiences? Yeah, I once uh, had a bad experience with Paul Simon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, where he forced me to say forced me to say that he was taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Big dogging me at a bar and he was hitting on this woman, and he, he was like, he was like, you know, tell her I'm taller than you. And I was like a full foot and a half taller than him. And then he just kept saying it, you know, tell her I'm taller than him. And he, he had to like, he was flanked by security. So then I, eventually I was like, excuse me, miss, he's taller than me. And then she was kind of charmed by it. Yeah, that's not going to do anything. No, she was charmed. She was charmed. Yeah, she was like, oh, that's interesting. But it's so clear that you're taller than him. Yeah, but you know, height is a bit perception. I think. No, it's I think not. Paul not Simon what Paul Simon is. He's sort of big dog in me, you know. No, what so do you mean, had, big dog in you? You know, just, he's kind of like you know, he's like intimidating me using his power, what, and it worked. I was kind of like, I was like, why would I do this? And he was kind of like, tell her, you know, tell her I'm taller than you. And so I did. You know, I was like, okay, he's taller than me. Isn't Paul Simon just like a short bald man? But I guess you just knew who he that was. was. The other thing I had to do, he was like, tell her I have so much hair that more than you. <laughs> Paul Simon just kind of uses the power of persuasion and bullying. I would say, yeah, bullying it doesn't sound like persuasion. That just sounds like bullying. <laughs> sounds like being an asshole, but. That's fine. Wait, you actually worked with Brian Wilson, didn't you? Or did you just go to a concert? Oh, God, no. What? <laughs> did you work with him or just go to a concert? I couldn't remember. I thought I saw your Facebook post. I thought you like... I just went to a concert. Oh, that's pretty cool. What was so that you, like? You went to his work. Did you see him kind of like mumbling and sad in the corner of the stage before he went on? I did. That's very upsetting. Yeah. He, 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 might, he might not have been sad, now. but he was definitely like... You know, just sitting, waiting, on pause. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think he's probably like he's a perfectionist. So, uh, he's, 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 like he's having a might be you know, gone. he's like, it's <laughs> kind of at the end of his, his long run of of things. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I don't. Yeah. I see again. I don't know. I mean, I was. I just listened to him. But it was him. wonderful to see him. Yeah, you know? that's great. Uh, yeah, he's got his weird deep voice now. Yeah, weird deep voice. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Mike Love's still around, kicking around. Oh, I mean, they, I mean, they don't interact at all. No, so Mike, Mike, Love, Mike Love does his own version of the, the Beach Boys, and yeah. they tour separately. So, oh, so they do not like each other? They do not. Didn't Mike Love force Al Jardine, the little goblin man, <laughs> poor, poor goblin man from the original Beach Boys lineup, to like stop, stop touring as Al Jardine from the Beach Boys? He like wasn't allowed to use Beach Boys anymore? Oh, I could see that. Yeah, they've, they've all kind of had... Suits against one another at some point. Well, when you uh, write a song like Kokomo, you can just call the shots. That's right. <laughs> like Mike Love. And that's like the best song he ever wrote. And weren't most of his songs just like, Scooby Dap D, she's from, you know, she's from France and I like her. You know, like, yeah. weren't most of his songs just picking a place and that's, singing about that's it? That's pretty much his formula that he doesn't famously fuck with. No, that's, I that's... saw a video of him from like uh, that period in the 60s or whatever when all of them, the Beatles and him and everyone went to like India and they were all doing that thing, you know, when they mm-hmm. were all like, you know, Oh, and he was part of that. He mm-hmm. was part of that crew. And then, he, but during that time he was like going through this thing where he was wearing a long robe and mm-hmm. his stage persona was like robe man with a long beard who would try <laughs> to dance like Mick Jagger. Yeah. All of it was, wow. he wasn't even that old yet. And he was, it was horrifying. Oh yeah. Like the oldest, like every dad in the world, <laughs> Like when you watch a dad during a basketball broadcast and they're like trying to dab, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's like Mike Love's soul. That's oh. him 
leaking out into the souls of every other so, man. So, because I don't know much about the Beach Boys, is mm-hmm. this the, the the only thing that made them cool? Was was Brian Wilson really? Or Dennis was cool. Dennis, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, and Carl, like the the and like Al's uh, good too. The like, it's pretty much just Mike Love that was the he was the turd. The, <laughs> but but he he's has, the one he who had the beautiful he, voice, right? Didn't he have the? But he's the one who controls voice? the Beach Boys. He didn't have the highest. He voice. was the biggest. He bully. had the kind of like I get around voice. Ah, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. He was a cornball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not big, a good big, guy. Big cornball. Big, uh, yeah, bully. Because Brian's a soft man, you know. He mm-hmm. went to bed for all those years. Yeah. Because Mike Love bullied him. Mm-hmm. My theory. Oh, got bullied to bed. That's, that's I bullied so you your like whole life. You only ever go in for ten hours. Yeah. Now it's time for a part of the show we like to call Everardo's Little Games. In which Everardo quizzes us or does whatever the hell he wants to during his five minutes of airtime and he's on the clock. He's on the clock. Everardo, what do you have for us today? All right. Uh, you, you told me to come up with a trivia game, and I came up with a game. You that mean you is... did this with your own volition? <laughs> Not trivia. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't like... even do what we asked you to do. You didn't, <laughs> like, he didn't. Like, he, before the podcast, he's looking down at his notes and said, oh, I oh, wrote, this, oh, this isn't a trivia game. I wrote trivia game as my title. Oh, good. Tight. And then I realized the thing that I came up with is not trivia, but it is a game. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, lay it on A us. quick game. Okay, this us. is because um, I, assume, I assume, Richie, you're up to date on, on current music, right? You're, on, you're on probably it, like yes. in the know, right? Hopefully. A little. Guess we'll see. We'll see. I... I'm not sure if I'm in the know anymore. Mm-hmm. Andy, you're you're definitely not in the know. No, I'm not in the know. Music. No. So, okay, this is a game called is is it an artist or a, a chemical? And so nice. I, I, oh, I fucking hate this already. Okay, let's do it. Let's do kind it. of fun. A little bit of science in there as well. Sure, uh, that's so kind of a trivia game. I'm gonna say a word. Oh, if the final one ends up being the Chemical Brothers, I'm gonna slap the teeth out of you. Don't mouth. ruin it. Yeah, let's go back. Can I add Chemical Brothers? You cannot. You cannot. That's a good one. Uh, anyway, so I'm just gonna say a word, and uh, we'll go around and guess whether it's an artist or a chemical or something. I love it. This is great. And by chemical, I mean ingredients uh, that I've, I've read Just, on household sure. okay. items. Good. Nothing more fun than caveats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we'll, we'll go easy. Andy, is uh, Migos... What is, what is that? <laughs> is that an artist or a chemical? I'll say it's an artist. I think so. Yeah. You think so. I think so. <laughs> the quiz master over here. Uh, Dad gave it away the way he said it. Oh, I did? Yeah, you gave it away. I gave it away? Yeah, I could tell. I could oh, tell. Oh, you knew I tone. knew. Yeah, uh, yeah I know I it. do know Migos, the three young men Yeah, from, I don't know, Atlanta. But also, that does not sound like a chemical to me as well. So anyway, all right, I got one. Yeah, what do you think Migos is? I actually don't know what it is either. I don't know. I think honest. it's probably three young men, maybe. Yeah, what do you think they do? <laughs> three uh, three young men. <laughs> yeah. Is they it? sing. I honestly don't know. A trio? A trio? Sort of like a uh, Migos. It sound, they sound um, from, like they're from... Uh, I don't know, uh, middle um, um, South America, maybe South America, Migos, the, or Greece, or like Greece, maybe Migos? Greece, Greece, <laughs> Greece, Migos, the island of Migos, of Migos. <laughs> what do you think? They're, so you think their music sounds like traditional Greek music? <laughs> I'm picturing that. Yeah, 
That's I'm picturing good. something like That's that. Good. That could be it. I'm gonna. I, honestly, I, this is a name that I've heard around. I've seen around. I truly, I don't know what there's. It reminds me of uh, Perfect Strangers because that's where Balky Balky was from, the island of Mipos, which well, was in, which was in Greece. I'll tell you what I think about when Migos comes on. When that music comes on, me goes. <laughs> <laughs> I go out the door. I walk away. I take a breather. Put on something else, Dad. You are incredible at puns. Me, yeah, goes. You're, you got your your pun game is on fire. Assume that Migos is one man. Maybe a, is that assumption uh, based on all the information I've already given you to the contrary? <laughs> do you you do you, you do not know I, who Migos I, no, is? I truly don't know what I know. It's a an artist that I have heard the Migos. Game. Rich, do you want to explain who Migos is? Migos is three. Rapper producers, I think, from so Atlanta, I believe, from the states. I was very off. Yeah, they're young. They do that auto tune rapping thing, you know, where they're like, "Yeah, I'm upset." <laughs> you know, they do a bit of that. What the fuck? That's is like that? new rap is very uh, emotional. Really? All the cool new rap. They all dress like glam goth freaks, and they all sing about their feelings with auto tune, and then they <laughs> rap a bit. So it's rap like emo. emo. It's now. like rap. It's yeah. like emo. Rap's going through its emo phase, and it's massive. People wow. love it. What about what about and that? Uh, I'm not racist. That's not that's not that's that's good though, right? What's that? What do you mean? What's that, that I'm not racist rap. I'm not racist. You haven't oh, seen that? That was a video that everyone's aunt shared on Facebook. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> aunt shared it, but it was he, apparently he was good. What? I'm not racist. It's it was, a. It was a video I that was to... on uh, on Facebook. Oh, that's what. That's how I get yeah, all my in, rap it. information. I showed it to my. I literally did show it to my aunt. I showed it to my aunt. Uh, like, Join Joiner Lucas. She was like Andy. I've Joyner already Lucas. shared this. Joiner Lucas. You no. never heard of Joiner Lucas? Chemical. No, <laughs> you don't know who Joiner Lucas is. No. We're on the first friggin' question of this quiz, so let's move on. All right. Yeah, we hit the five. And that's the mark. quiz. <laughs> and that's the quiz from Everardo. Okay, Everardo, give us number two. Want, we can do. We'll do two more. All right. Hexapeptide. Yeah. All right, that's, that's Rich. That's, this you, is awesome. you are <laughs> Rich. Is that a chemical? Is that a chemical or a, or a chemical? Yeah. All right, it is. Hexapeptide. Right. No, he's he's got a great. Uh, you have a great closer, right? This is a really uh, good closer. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, Rich, what do you think hexapeptide is? Describe it to us. Let's just say that if you were an aging man or woman, but more likely woman, you might use this. Some sort of uh, skin. Uh, getting closer. Skin, uh, oh. oh, getting closer with like kind of a, a dermatology sort of thing. Yeah, yeah you, you said skin. Yeah, skin. yeah that's good. <laughs> oh. I read this at my work, which you don't know what my job is. So that's not really a hint. <laughs> Thanks nice. for the hint. Uh, <laughs> no. It works. I'm uh, a facial mask. Close. It is a synthetic anti-wrinkle cosmetics ingredient. Mm. It is a peptide. A label for uh, anti-aging skin cream. Yeah, yeah where so. do you work? I work at a cosmetics Mart? place. Oh, it's like at a, a record label. Cosmetic wholesaler. His, his oh. job is to brainstorm new names for bands. <laughs> That's right. Right. Next question. Last one, last one. To right, Dad, to Dad. For me. Yeah. All right, this is uh, a, a, a two-part. One is, one is a chemical, one is uh, an artist. Which one is which? Okay. Uzi Vert and Glycerol Ester. 
Oh, These are wow. too easy. Yeah. See, this are these easy? Because you, you forget that I, I that I weirdly, as a dad, know a lot about new rap. <laughs> so I know that Uzi Vert is exactly the type of rapper I was describing. <laughs> a sad one. And Uzi. what was the other one? Glycerol ester. Glycerol ester. Ester. So that is a chemical, but it's a very that one sounds like it, it would be, be like you know one of those bands from the early two thousands that was kind of like they all their music videos would be shot in like a barren desert scape <laughs> with like like sepia tone trees with no leaves on them, you know, and then like the, the singer would be like, nothing's changed, you know what I mean? You're actually you're actually explaining Bush. The oh. song Glycerine. That's why you're thinking Glycerine. No, I was thinking, thinking of that band Evanescence. Oh, Evanescence. <laughs> I was kind of trying to describe but them. But that's kind of like Bush, isn't it? Oh, see, I don't no, know. They're kind, of, they're kind of a little later. All right. Well, that's it. That's that's the whole. That's the podcast. We're done. We uh, we ended on a high note with the. Uh... <laughs> never, never did get around to asking Rich about any we, of his own Sorry music. we didn't ask you about your music, Rich, but how can people reach you? I uh, can follow me on Instagram at Rich O'Coin or Facebook, same place. Yeah. Uh, Spotify or other streaming services. Check them out on Spotify. Yeah. I saw one of your, your posters around town where you're just giving out your phone number. Giving out this phone number, yeah. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah, how yeah. did we not ask yeah. about that? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's what? actually happening it's too right bad, now. Uh, it's too bad the podcast is Yeah, I flipped my phone over so it didn't distract us during the... Uh, so wait, you have a you have a poster that just gave out your phone number. Yeah, wait, got, are these all? Got, I got a, got a hundred and sixty-seven on range right now. Wow. <laughs> what have, has anyone when they text you? Has anyone texted like? Because most people, I'm assuming, are just like, "Hey, I'd love the album." But then, has anyone else? Has anyone texted some weird shit? Uh, somebody texted, "You owe me five thousand dollars for putting this poster up on my like property." <laughs> really? <Wow>. Really? <laughs> and I thought they were joking, so I. You know, sent back the like the laughing emoji, and then they were like, "Who's your, who's your uh, public uh, marketing campaign or whatever?" And it's like, uh, "Oh, are you actually serious?" And then I googled their phone number, and it was like to a landline in Scarborough. So I'm like, "Oh, this might be actually Whoa. serious." Wow! Uh, so you're gonna get you're gonna get sued for putting a poster up? One poster? Uh, I mean, there was a poster of the AGO right next to it, so I'm not really holding yeah, my breath. They're getting sure. sued. <laughs> Yeah, it was going down. You owe me five thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> one painting. Give me one painting that I get to choose. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. got. I think we've promoted the heck out of you. That's great. Great. Face your sales. New album coming roof. out. I presume. New album coming out. Yeah, some sometime this year. Not EP too. out now. <laughs> Extended play. Hold on. This is another thing. Before we, I heard you lost all your music. Is that true? Uh, oh, I lost all my the computer. things we could have talked about. <laughs> God damn it. I'm the worst. I heard you lost all your music. I did, uh, my computer was stolen and had to like start a lot of the record over again. That's a huge yeah. thing. You see, yeah. you, like all, all of your all of your songs, you didn't have a backup or yeah. anything back, like that. Back your stuff up, everyone. Don't 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 forget yeah. to back it that up. That is one of the odd Carl songs. <laughs> Girl, you look good. Better back your stuff up. <laughs> He that was like he tried to have it as his comeback. So, oh, so it's also it's a useful song. Yeah, you, got, good, you can learn a message after by the end of it. You're a really good musician. Better back your stuff up. <laughs> as always, you've been listening to Everardo and Stefan and me, Rolly Bush, our guest Richard Quine, and of course our wonderful host. My
my gorgeous son, Andy. Please join us again. And remember, when you're in the neighborhood of a Mr. Sub, you can always get soup as for Mrs. Soup. Yeah.